Welcome to mini episode number two. The subject of today's mini episode is the Battle of Santiago. The Battle of Santiago that I'm referring to is the World Cup match between hosts Chile and Italy in June of 1962, and not the clash between American and Spanish naval forces of 1898. Both, however, were particularly bloody affairs. Tensions were running high even before the match, primarily due to the efforts of two Italian journalists by the names of Antonio Ghirideli and Corrado Pisinelli. Their characterization of the city of Santiago was, to put it lightly, unfavorable. The two insisted that their reports had been distorted, but what appeared in the Italian media was anything but favorable. And I quote, The phones don't work, taxis are as rare as faithful husbands, a cable to Europe costs an arm and a leg, and a letter takes five days to turn up. Its population is prone to malnutrition, illiteracy, alcoholism, and poverty. Chile is a small, proud, and poor country. It has agreed to organize this World Cup in the same way that Mussolini agreed to send our Air Force to bomb London. They didn't arrive. The capital city has 700 hotel beds. Entire neighborhoods are given over to open prostitution. And this country and its people are proudly miserable and backwards. Yikes. Chilean newspapers fight back, describing Italians in general as fascists, mafiosos, oversexed, and because some of Inter Milan's players had recently been involved in a doping scandal by calling them drug addicts. The journalists involved, the Italian journalists involved, were forced to flee the country, while an Argentinian journalist, mistaken for an Italian in a Santiago bar, was beaten up and hospitalized. Poor fellow. As for the match itself, Spit was exchanged between the teams before the first whistle, and the first foul came within 12 seconds. Within five minutes, referee Ken Aston had to break up a potential fight between the two teams. In the 12th minute, Giorgio Ferrini retaliated against what he thought was persistent fouling by Honorino Landa by aiming a kick at him in full view of the referee. Aston sent him from the field, and Ferrini went mad. It took eight minutes and a squad of police to finally remove the kicking and screaming Italian from the field. But worse was to follow. When Chilean Lionel Sanchez, the son of a professional boxer, responded to a series of kicks from Mario David by turning and delivering a left hook to David's face. After referee Ken Aston did nothing, David took things into his own hands by delivering a flying boot to Sanchez's head, getting himself sent off. This left Italy down by two men. Sanchez got away with another blatant punch later on in the game, this time with Humberto Mascio being the victim. At times, the game resembled rugby more than football, and police intervened several more times as the game threatened to devolve into total anarchy. The Italians left the field beaten 2-0. Chile eventually came third in the tournament, while Italy went home in disgrace. At the end of the game, referee Ken Aston, who would later invent the red and yellow card system, admitted, I wasn't refing a football match. I was acting as an umpire in military manoeuvres. He wasn't wrong. When highlights from the match were shown on British television a couple of days later, not the same night, because films of the matches had to be flown back to the UK, the match was introduced by BBC sports commentator David Coleman as, and I quote, 
the most stupid, appalling, disgusting and disgraceful exhibition of football possibly in the history of the game. During his commentary, he described what he was watching as the Battle of Santiago. It is a label that is stuck to describe what is likely the most lawless match in World Cup history.